plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders who are rewriting the rules of sales and success. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Selling with Love podcast. This is your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and there's a few things happening this week. And number one, this week was Valentine's Day. We are talking about selling with love, so we have to highlight the love festival in the process. And so I just want to take a moment to wish whatever was your Valentine that you had a great time, whether it was by yourself or the partner, but it also ties into the topic I want to cover today. So hold that thought because the second thing also for this week, it is the one-year anniversary since the Selling with Love book has come out. I do want to say a big thank you. Obviously, it is available as an ebook, soft copy, hard copy, or Audible that just came out a couple weeks ago. I just want to give a big thank you for all the supporters who have purchased a copy of the book. It is such a huge huge thank you to the author when you go out there and purchase it. And I love reading the reviews and hearing your stories. My inbox, when I receive an email from someone telling me how the book has made a transformation in their life, their business, it is truly heartwarming for all of the effort that I've put into writing that book as well as narrating that book. It truly is special to hear that feedback. So thank you. Thank you, all of you. And for those who might not have picked up a copy, If you do check on Amazon, the prices are quite on discount, so you might want to grab yourself a copy if you haven't done so already. And for those who haven't, you would have missed out on one of the last chapters of the book, which is why I highlight the Valentine's Day as well, is one of the five loves of selling, the final one in one of the final chapters is actually self-love. And I want to talk about it a little more here, since most of the time I'm bringing you guests that are going to speak about sales tactics, sales strategies, sales mindsets, And one of the key tenets within the Selling with Love methodology is the self-love. And it's quite interesting when you start understanding how our own self-perception plays such a fundamental role in the way that we show up, in the way that we sell. And there's a couple of things I want to leave you as things to keep in mind. If you are on this journey, you are building a business and you are selling, you could be at various stages. And I want to speak a little more on people from both sides of the spectrum, whether you're crushing it in sales or you're really struggling and you haven't started. And speaking to this group first, if you're still struggling with sales and you really feel like, oh my God, sales is not the thing that I do. I struggle so much. I wish I just didn't have to do it. And matter of fact, if you get to grow your business to a certain level, you might find yourself being able to hire sales individuals that play that role within your business. And I find it very interesting if you look at people that are very creatively focused, for example, let's say actors, musicians, people that are really in an industry that is art specific, even if you think about artists themselves, there's always an individual that is by their side that is very, very helpful in their business, which is perhaps an agent that represents them, right? They have agency because it's really hard when you're selling yourself as an artist. Like imagine you're an actor and somebody's possibly offering you a role in a movie, and you're just getting started, and you're about to break through as an artist, and you're like, you know what, I'll do it for a discount, I'll even do it for free, because you understand how fun it would be to be in that role, because you get to be in a position where you get to express your craft, and now, guess what, movie studios could actually take advantage of the fact that you want to get exposure as an actor, and you wouldn't be the best person to defend yourself in the process, to negotiate a better rate, because you're so invested in the process, right? Well, It's very simple. Artists, actors, musicians, 
they have agency. They'll have an agent that represents them because they can best negotiate. And if any of you have seen the movie or the TV show Entourage, you might be familiar with a character called Ari Gold. Put his ethics aside, but he's just such a dramatic and interesting character himself as the agent. You see him pitching movie studios, you know, keeping his client on board, and he's doing all the types of things that are pretty much stereotypical crazy salesperson. It makes for entertaining TV. The point here is that it's really fascinating that when you're in an art type of business, having agency makes it so much easier for you to not need to deal with sales themselves. But artists still need to go through the grind to get to a point that they're so good at their craft and they have a baseline type of recognition that an agent will want to represent them. And herein's where you can't do shortcuts. This is where if you feel like you can't sell, you just don't want to do it and you want to hire someone else to do it, well, you have to find someone that will be excited to represent you. So what do we have going for us, right? Our skill sets, our talents, how specialized are we at our craft? How unique and 10 times better than the closest competition can we position ourselves that someone who is representing maybe as a publisher would look at you and say, oh my God, I want to represent this person because I can see how it would be self-beneficial for me to sell this person to other platforms. So if you're struggling in a place where, oh my God, I don't want to sell myself. I just want someone else to sell for me. Well, you still need to make yourself so attractive so that other people would want to represent you, which means we can't go around the essentials of learning the basics of sales to sell ourselves, at least to a point that we can become so talented and attractive with case studies and a minimum following all of those metrics that would make someone even want to represent you, right? So even at the beginning stages, it's something you can't get around. So I want to tell you that wherever you are on your journey, everyone starts as a beginner. Everyone learns. Everyone has a learning curve. Now for you, it might be slower than others, and that's okay because you're just going to work through it. You're going to practice. You're going to do repetition. And I often see people say, you know, I've had three sales calls. They said no, and I think I'm just not cut out for this sales role. And it's like you've had three interactions. Have a hundred so we can at least have a percentage because three conversations, five conversations, 10 conversations, you can't even get to a point that you're comfortable enough to have those conversations till you've had at least 20. So we may have to just, you know, tighten our boots, go out there, have conversations, get ourselves in front of people so we can get that nervousness, that uncomfortable feeling that you might have when a sales scenario it requires repetition for us to be able to get to a point that we're more comfortable. So be patient with yourself and put yourself out there because the more you do it, you'll get a little better. And maybe that's the only threshold you need to pass. Now, I also want to speak to the people who might be already doing really well in sales and you want to take it to the next level. And this comes from an unlikely source from someone who speaks of selling with love because it's not someone I particularly look to model. It's not someone I think have the best moral compass out there. And I'm speaking of Jordan Belford, The Wolf of Wall Street. Very entertaining books. Read the book, was amazing. Saw the movie, very entertaining, good movie. Have been to a seminar. And when I did, there was one piece of information that I thought was very interesting. And that one was close to my heart. Is he spoke about the concept of temperature. And he spoke about the concept that we all have a thermometer, like a point that we get comfortable and when we are below that comfort level, we start to hustle. And I'm calling out anybody out here who might be listening to this in a very comfortable state. I don't know how your finances are, but things are nice. Things are comfortable. 
and the drive to push to the next level usually comes with a big sense of discomfort. Like when you need to make payroll at the end of the month, you start having laser focus on what are your key money-making activities and you go out there and you work hard. But when things are good, cash flow's good, things are happening good, Jim Collins speaks about good being the enemy of great. And this is one of the concepts I thought Jordan Belford was quite spot on, is how can you make your level of comfort be raised at a temperature that is much higher than where you're currently at? I believe in his case, he said, whenever he's making less than 10 million a year, he is uncomfortable and he needs to push to get back to that thermometer state. And so whatever is your current level, think of what would it look like if you actually had a temperature gauge that would be set to higher and you needed to strive to something bigger. And if you're looking for any motivation to actually push a little further, just understand that the more you push yourself to do things that are bigger, more impactful, means you're more focused on solving bigger problems, which will require you to work with more people, which means you're going to impact more lives. You might even increase your team size and start actually working on bigger problems. And here's something funny with the bigger problem you start working on is things get easier and less competitive when you start taking it up a notch and solving bigger and bigger problems for people. It's very crowded at the level where people try to solve simple problems. But when you start really thinking about solving bigger problems that require more complexity, more effort, more energy on your behalf, and you're able to tell yourself, you know what, I have the energy and I can be the one to really push it just a couple notches more so that I can show up fully and be the expression of the difference I want to see in the world, you're going to find yourself with a new fire and new ambition. And as much as Valentine's Day is a week for love, I also want to call it a week for passion. And if you found yourself wavering from your passion, then I'm going to encourage you a couple things to do that can be really helpful. If you're not yet in the Selling with Love community, know that we have these really powerful meditations to get you back in a state of mind to be able to sell from love. Whether you're coming from a place of sales blocks or you're someone trying to refine that fire to go out there and make an impact in the world, we're going to post that into the community. So if you're not part of it yet, I urge you to go and join it. It's just facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash selling with love, or you can just search it on Facebook and you'll find it quite easily. And we would love to see you in this community. Secondly is at the beginning of March, I'm going to be announcing a really, really special event that's going to be happening to help anyone take it to the next level when it comes to sales. From getting your first clients to getting your 10th to getting your hundreds or thousands of clients, it's going to be an event you're not going to want to miss out. So I'm just going to tease it for now. I'm going to say, as of today, self-love is the big reminder. And if you're just starting out, know that you're on a journey to grow and it starts with you knowing that you're on a journey to grow. And that's okay. Go and have conversations. Speak with people. This is what will make you be better. And if you're already at a good space, I want to challenge you from today's episode because self-love knows that you deserve the best. You are the right person for the job to go make the impact that the world needs to see. And I would challenge you to raise that bar a little higher. See if it helps you rekindle that passion within your own business. I hope you've gotten what you were looking for from today's episodes. But if you want some more, definitely come join us on Facebook. We're going to be interacting and sharing some of those meditations that really spice things up. And I hope to see you there as well. Thank you for listening. And of course, go out there and keep selling with love. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.